I was in the woods, like cop pulls up, the cop starts walking towards the woods. So I'm like, all right, he knows like we're in here, you know, like maybe I can just get up and make this less sketchy. So I, I turned to the other hey, guy. Hey man, I'm just, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm just, I'm just. Hey, it's me, Mr. Woods, man. I just live in these bushes. So as we start the podcast, I don't know if this is going to be the first, I think this is going to be the first part, <clears throat> but we have some house cleaning to do. Um, first of all, shout out big Rick, who just made us a new intro song. Jackson Ooh, hasn't heard right. it yet. No, uh, no he's a band member. Me, he's a band but... member and I don't even know what we're doing. Yes. It's dope. Uh, it's pretty cool. I think we're going to hopefully collab on some stuff someday. I don't know whenever I get my shit together um, in that regards um but we have a very special guest for you today we have back-to-back joeys yes um the man the myth the legend uh ball is life <laughs> ball don't lie ball don't um lie. <laughs> i'm trying to think of other things joe did in high school uh, slap the floor uh gym oh, class he didn't, hero. Well, he didn't technically go to high school with us but True. he was i mean if you could name someone who wasn't actually in school, but was essentially in school with us, like you might as well have been. I think we saw you more than people we went to school with. Yeah, I stayed around after I trained like that junior to senior year. Transfer. Yeah, because like, I mean, you're still living there and you're always out at the park just fucking around. But uh, I'm sure most of our listeners know exactly who is on the podcast. But for those who don't know, Joey Torgerson. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Hollywood to Joe Ball's life. Yeah, <laughs> Hollywood Joe to I, Joey Buckets. <laughs> there you go. Um, so I, Joe, you're one of those guys that um, like, I w- I would equate you to uh my fiance's dad. Everyone knows you, and yeah. you know everyone, which is yeah. an, an am- amazing quality of just like you. I could be somewhere in New Hampshire, all the way down to like Rhode Island, and I say like, oh, I'm from the North Shore. Even the North Shore, it's happened to me. They're like, oh, you know Joey Ball's life? Yeah. And I'm like, well, yes, I do. I Dude, have. Like, <laughs> all through every- college, especially because we went to a state school, if we, someone was like, yo, where are you from? And you were like, Georgetown. They'd be like, oh, you know Joey Torreson? I'd be like, yes, <laughs> I actually do. <laughs> That's yeah, unreal. And, and yeah. It's, it's an amazing quality to have that, like, you, honestly, you may be the biggest name we've ever had on this podcast. Yeah. Like, besides Bryn. <laughs> fair, God, fair. Rival, rival. It's, I mean, it's neck and neck. It's one A and one B. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> A local celebrity. It's, it's honestly, it's got to be you and maybe Garozo. You yeah, with the athleticism, him with the rap game. It's you and Garozo are up there with, Rap we got one Rojo. of the biggest celebrities from town. <laughs> I don't know if I'm flattered or disrespected. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just, I'm sure also you and Garozo have crossed paths, given the eagle, evil eye across, like, you know, a club or something. Just like, no, you know, it was, he you was got your got groceries at Market Basket. There you go. Still <laughs> gave the evil me, eye. He used to beat me down one on one on the courts in middle school, man. <laughs> I'm just, I'm sure there's a lot of aggression behind that. Um, but welcome on. We're, we're happy to have you. Um, we have questions uh, locked and loaded. But um, 
you know, before we get into them, tell, tell us what's been going on lately. How's, uh, how's life for a, a man like yourself? Uh, man, yeah. that, that is bigger than life itself. Yeah, I, uh, nothing crazy. I was telling Duncan earlier, I'm not the most interesting cat, so hopefully I don't let any followers down. But uh, ever since graduating school in 2019, I moved to Saugus. Um, and then I actually just moved to East Boston back in October, which is cool. It's definitely a lot different from Georgetown, as I know you guys have moved to bigger cities as well. But um, I'm in finance, as Michael Scott always told women. <laughs> no, he was always, he, I think one of the jokes was, um, um, I'm a banker. I'm a bank teller. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, you always tell people you work in finance. Uh, hi, I'm a bank teller. I'm a bank teller. <laughs> the lady's like, I'm going to go to the powder room. I'll be right back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm in, I'm in finance, financial planning. It's not super interesting, but it's, it's cool. It's kind of like real estate where you're like hunting what you kill, basically. Like it's just building a book of business and mm dialing the phone all day um so it's a grind but um it is cool because like i was telling duncan i make a lot of my own hours like sometimes days are really busy sometimes days aren't which is kind of nice that's gotta be nice yeah Um, but other than that man life's the same i'm still hooping a lot i uh had a knee brace on for like three weeks because my tendons got pretty bad (laughs) Um, but But it doesn't let that stop you yeah never i played last sunday and didn't tell my mom or my girlfriend because they'll both come (laughs) Uh, but yeah, that's, that's like it. it's got to be demoralizing when uh for the other team when you're like for anyone like they're throwing on some sort of gear you know that's preventative <laughs> and then they get worked yeah Just, like you are gonna it's gotta, be the 50 yeah. year old man at pickup games who like tosses on like two knee braces and an ankle brace and then just absolutely like puts up like 50 <laughs> and 10 uh, <laughs> i had a black eye for two weeks from a 60 year old man like a month ago <laughs> That, yeah, amazing. yeah. One day you're gonna be the 60 year old man. <laughs> I I hope you nothing but the best. But I, I like I hope that you turn into like Adam Sandler. Like you show up <laughs> on the court and you yeah. just run shot run shot at the court. And also, no, no, no. I I also to add on to that. I hope that one day you get super famous for some reason. But you still just wear like Dunder Mifflin t-shirts and basketball <laughs> shorts everywhere. Like yeah. red carpet event suit. No, thank you, Michael Kors. I'm wearing basketball shorts and a t-shirt. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm at the point where I'm 24. And my mom's still like, you got to start dressing like an adult. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's why I moved away. So no you one don't. can tell me how to dress. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, let's see. We got Well, we got some stories. But I think first we want to address the, the main reason we had Joey on was we brought up a... I would say a pillar of the community in Georgetown last week. Um, yeah. Someone who we all, I mean, loved. I don't know that I know anyone who like was like, yo, I really didn't like this guy. But we brought up Big Al last week. From yeah. Rich no Dale. grudges held against Big Al. No. And we were immediately informed that, unfortunately, he had passed away from multiple people. Shout out to Line TZ, who also <laughs> tweeted at us about it. Um, so he's going to have to come on the podcast soon too, because apparently it's big news, but I mean, Joe, I literally, uh, Pat tweeted at us and was like, you should have balls life on. Cause I think he knew him better than anyone else. Yeah. And I was like, fair enough. But do you have any good big Al stories? Big Al stories. Yeah. Uh, I could probably come up with one or two. 
just a side note, Maddie used to be absolutely petrified of him, my little brother, Maddie. Like, my dad would bring him in there, and I don't know why, but he was just petrified. He was also petrified of Dottie, who you brought up on the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Something with, like, living legend of Georgetown that Maddie just doesn't – I don't know if he feels – He doesn't vibe with. He was like, I want to be the living legend of Georgetown. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe he's in fear, but – um, it's it's probably a bit threatening like you have like your older brother i'm sure like like dits too like knew of big al had definitely known of Dottie, but was just like i i've been told at times like steer clear away from that or like don't you know don't get on Dottie's bad side don't you know mess with big al otherwise yeah. like you have like a force coming down upon you 100%. you mess with Dottie, Dottie's gonna yell at you because she doesn't give a shit you mess with al you have like all of Georgetown, like the Richdale yeah. regulars that will come down on you. On Al expressed emotion too. So my, mm. my dad one time brought Buffalo wings in for him because he loves Buffalo wings. Mm. <laughs> my dad comes walking through the door with Buffalo wings at like nine o'clock, like Richdale's closed at like 10 or 11. <laughs> Al grabs the Buffalo wings, puts them down, just starts waving at his tongue, like saying like Buffalo wings, Buffalo wings, Buffalo wings, like just like repeatedly, like how hot they are. And I have no, my dad, I don't know how he keeps a straight face to that shit, but like I would be dying. But yeah, that's, that's probably like one of the most memorable ones for me as like an eight year old kid, just watching Al go absolutely ballistic over Buffalo wings. But yeah, other than that, I mean, he was, <laughs> my dad knew that there was no cameras in there. Not that my dad ever stole anything from Rich Dales, but <laughs> he would always tell me like, yeah, I watch kids, you know, punk kids that are five years older than you rob Al absolutely blind taking 20 Kit Kats and shoving them in their pockets and walking out because there's no cameras. Al's not fucking watching. Like, it was, yeah. Al was just a, a, a great man. That's all. I, all I have to say is if any of our listeners have any intel on who is stealing from Big Al, let us know. We're going to find them and we're, justice is going to be served. We are name a modern day Batman. <laughs> yeah. Got a name, name we want share. them docs. We want security, uh, social security numbers. We want addresses. We're going to get to the bottom of this and we're going to make it right for Al. We need yeah. to make an organization, the, uh, the, the big Al uh, security foundation where we find restitution posthumously find restitution. He built Richdale brick by brick. There you go. <laughs> oh, I always, for some reason, this is random, but my, I would say like most vivid memory of Richdale was that bump on the side where if you didn't go over it super slowly, you just fucking bottom out your car oh, yeah. so hard. <laughs> it's probably not fixed now. Like it's probably still there, but it's definitely oh. still there. <laughs> yeah. Just all beat up after all the cars that have gone through it. Oh. Yeah. It just like it, it was like a, that was for the people who aren't a part of Georgetown. Like it's the rich does is just a convenience store, but that was like, there was Dunkin' Donuts and there was Richdale's. So at a half day of school, you had like a split. And there, like you could go, like when you started getting like good money, your parents were like half a day, like here's 20 bucks. Go to, you can go to like Nikki's or Village or something, get something to eat. But like you got pocket change, you're going to Richdale's on that yeah, half yeah. day. You got yeah. like parents that don't know it's a half day. They're not like giving you a, a 20 spot to go get. You're going to Richdale's with some quarters that you found you know, at the back of the classroom and you're getting yourself, you know, Arizona iced tea. My spe- I love the peach rings. Um, oh, yeah. Peach electric. rings were a must. 
when you went there. It was like, a, as Duncan, it's a staple of the community because of just, it would be overrun with kids and it would just be out working and just like, wow, just whatever. Just whatever. Um, I just real, it just clicked in my brain that Richdale's was like, it was our version of like a New York City bodega where you yeah, knew yes. everyone that worked in there. Whenever you were in there, you'd see someone you knew. Everyone. Whether it was like Mr. Pockets, like fucking your dad was in there all the time. I mean, like there was like a, yeah. a host of regulars and then odds were pretty good. You'd run into like Ben or someone buying a Venom and like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was like, that was like our, a pillar of our community. And like, I feel like that's, it's probably not the same anymore. You know, Big Al was a huge part of that. I feel like it's always going to be a great place when you walk in and right to the right is where you, that one old dude with a black coffee is doing Kino at yep. all moments of the day. On like a fold out table that we would use for beer pong, but they were like, we have a better idea. That's a fixture. That folding table is a fixture in the establishment. <laughs> Yeah, that hasn't been changed in like 15 years. No. It's that same it's... folding table. <laughs> it's got the same dip stains as like. <laughs> yeah. But as... I'll say like coming from like a small town, Georgetown, like Richdale's like that, like Jackson said, like that one convenience store where my girlfriend's from the Bronx and she comes to Georgetown. She's like, what is this? Like, yeah, you guys have like a Domino's and a Richdale. Like, yeah. we have nothing. Like, and we an didn't anomaly. even have the dominoes when we were living there. Like, that <laughs> yeah. was that was after we went to college. Exactly. Yeah. I and think. It, oh, I wait. I just want to go off on that dominoes. The fact that that dominoes closed at one o'clock was the most ridiculous thing in the yeah. world. Yeah. We were like home from college and we were all hammered and we would have gotten dominoes every single night. But no, they closed at one. And by the time you like noticed that you were hungry, and like it was like 115, and you were like, Are you fucking kidding me? I have to cook for myself right now. I'm in no shape to do such. You gotta get some Elios in there. I think yeah. like now, like moving to different places and seeing different things. Like I'm now, like I said, new to Haverhill. And I would drive by some places where I'm like, you know, I just want a Red Bull or maybe just like a quick snack. Like I'm going from place to place. And I would look at a place and go, like, ah, I kind of I don't know if I want to hop out of my car and go to that place. It's not like incredibly sketchy, but it's like a place I don't know. Our Richdale's is all those places I don't want to go to. But since <laughs> it's Richdale's in Georgetown, there's a sense of security to it. Like because I've also, been it's the only thing where like it's that or CVS. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Those are your options. So, but and I would like look at it and be like, you know, that like again. It's a little bit of security, but the exact same rich deals could be picked up and moved to Methuen. And I'm like, mm -mm, not going to it. I, all set. Yeah. Yeah. All set. Um, Joe, I was just talking about my go to order of rich deals, the iced tea, the peach rings. Do you have a go to? You know, I'm not going to put a dollar amount that you got in your pocket, but like you're walking into rich deals and you already know what's in your head. What's the rich deals order? Yeah. I can thank this order for. Four thousand dollars worth of dental bills I dished out this past year. Uh, <laughs> no joke. Uh, but yeah, my go-to order every weekend was two packs of gummy bears. Uh, one of those nerds like rope taffy type of deals. Those underrated candy, very underrated candy. Unbelievable. A couple of the cherry uh, laffy taffy sticks. Yep. Yep. And then I'd always get two of the, the hostess cupcakes too. Yep. Oh yeah. You got to put some carbs in there yeah, with all the always. candy. You got to get some carbs in. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Anything to drink? 
yeah, I always got Arizona as well. There you go. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Ari- I like the, uh, there's Arizona in the know, back. Yeah, exactly. Right in the back left corner almost. But I usually either got the the grape Arizona or there was one that was like a half juice, half soda. It was like a red and green bottle. It was good though. It probably had Shaq's face on it. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think it, it I think Shaq was doing some like lime rickies with them. Mine yeah, was exactly. always I oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then That's they exactly also had was. they had a grape lime ricky too that was absolutely unbelievable. But yeah. I don't think you can okay. find it anymore. That shit was the best. Um, I, mine was always um, I was a big Arizona green tea or mm. the sweet tea. Those were my two go tos. But um, yeah. like Joe was saying, it, it, ooh, ooh, oh, good Kit Kat. I think I was like straight up like two bags of peach rings, and I would mix up the Arizona, um, maybe like a honey bun, frosted honey yeah. bun thrown in there. Those were some good ones. Um, it was probably around senior year where like I was going all the time. And I then switched to like the diet Arnold Palmer because yeah, yeah, the regular one would make my teeth hurt. Exactly. Yeah. I did get into a big phase of uh, what were they called? Nutty bars because of Ben Nell. Yes. Yeah. yeah he yeah. would just get those every single time. I think like the, the summer where we weren't driving yet, it was like everyone was longboarding and it would be like every day, either Johnny's, which is a poor man's Ritzdale's if we're going to, yeah, yeah. if we're, if we're splitting hairs here um, or um, I'll go to Ritzdale's and I'll get a different Arizona iced tea every single time. And to this day, still in my dad's house in Georgetown above my bed, I would bring the air, empty Arizona iced tea can home and stack it up. There was, there's gotta be like 50 of them in my bedroom. So there's just empty, there. empty. Yes. Empty, probably moldy um, Arizona iced tea cans. I say shack on it because I had a bunch of them. It was Shaq's face, like looking down over me, over my bed. That's um, unreal. That's why I remember that the Shaq had his like little sodas and everything. Uh, what what a just an accoutrement, a a, a a Michelin star diet we all had yeah. going through middle school and high school. <laughs> it's a wonder we all didn't look like Big Al by the time we were <laughs> done with high school. <laughs> Because I mean, it was either that or it was like getting stoned and going to McDonald's, and there was it was or Cumbies. If you're feeling real adventurous, Cumbies was a move, like late at night. But other yeah. than that, you had you didn't have many options. Yeah, I, my diet hasn't changed dramatically, which is a problem. And <laughs> yeah, but you ball like five times a week. That's right. the only thing with it. Like I was, I literally, I looked at my. You know how you get the Snapchat memories from like a year yeah. ago. The other day I pulled up a Snapchat memory and it was like me on my scale back at my parents' house last year. And I was like, all right, buck 65. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go home and weigh myself. Yeah. What it is. A buck 95. Oh, I have, <laughs> I have not been working out. <laughs> so that is not, that's not no. good. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, uh, I definitely, I just got a gym membership like this week because I'm like, yeah, I need to, I need to kick back into gear. <laughs> I think right before I moved, we were maybe probably talking about it on the podcast whenever those you know two months ago episode was but i did a quick turnaround in like three weeks um by just i have the my fitness pal on my phone i yep. count my calories um i like i i teach at home a lot so and i have right now a coffee two coffee machines right next to me and i go through like four cups of coffee a day and yep. it's like such a hunger suppressant for me that like there are days when I'm coming in under a thousand calories and I went in three weeks from 193 
Um, and just probably now actually a month, just like Saturday, I weighed it at 180. So I dropped That's like awesome. 13 pounds in a, in a month, but it was mm-hmm. all the beginning of it. You pro- you'll probably see it too, Joe. It's just the first day I dropped like four pounds and it's just yep. all water weight. Yeah. Yep. It was just like, you know what? I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink a lot of water, but I'm not going to be eating like bagels like I usually do now. And like a yeah, huge part like, of it is, is like people don't think about it, but cutting sodium out of your diet. Cause that's just what's holding all the water in your body. Yeah. So if you cut that out, I mean, like you said, you're yeah. dropping four or five pounds of water weight immediately. And it, and it makes you feel real good about yourself. You're like 193 yesterday, 188 right now. Okay. Break, break out the bagels. Exactly. We're cooking. I'm, I'm hitting, I'm hitting McDonald's on the way home. <laughs> um, I know I I told I told both of you about this, but I started jujitsu today. Um, oh and yeah! Holy shit! Did it kick my ass? Yeah. I mean, every part of my body is sore. Every yeah. part, but it was a ton of fun. It was a, it's a great workout. I mean, it was an hour of just getting my shit rock, just getting choked. Which I mean, I had to tucked the old thing back after I got choked a couple times. I was like, you're riling me up over here, big guy. <laughs> so who do you think you, you was like, are was like, keep it in your key. I was like, all right. <laughs> you are S, X, uh, SB lax 47. Who's uh? Oh, I mean, SB lax 47 is going to take <laughs> me to exactly town. We were, we were like at the end, it's like probably like 15 minutes of just like free rolling with like you pair up and you just roll with each other. And I knew like four moves. And I was just, I would just get to places and we'd just sort of both be stagnant. And I would just look at the other guy and be like, I don't even, I don't know what to do next. Like, where do we go from here? Like, do you want to just tap and we'll restart? Cause I don't know what, we're just hugging each other. Like there's no foreseeable (laughs) movement out of this, but it was a ton of fun. I'm excited to, it's like just so different than anything I've ever done. Cause I never wrestled or anything, but it's like, I don't know. It was a ton of fun. So I'm going to be back. And then they also do like kickboxing and sparring and like all that kind of stuff. So Duncan's going to become just a death machine. I'm going to become the next Jason Bourne. That's all we, that's what we need here. Yeah. Well, really it's the next, I'm going to become the next Joe Rogan. That's really the end goal. The long game. (laughs) Shave your head now. (laughs) It's already been done once. (laughs) Yeah. I'll do it again. Same. Uh, I'm out of, I'm out of questions for Joe because he was it answered them. I, my other one was how's balls, how is ball going? Or actually rather, did you, um, did you get a house with your girlfriend? Oh, or is so, it- yeah, a lot of people thought I bought in Saugus, but I was living in a two family with a guy from work. Um, and then I'm, I'm renting out in East Boston right now with, uh, actually big Kyle lives with me. So it's just me and him in a two bedroom. Oh, there you um, go. Yeah. So we're just out here. And then I was telling Duncan earlier, I'm looking to buy like the next year, but it's just, as Duncan mentioned, it's like crazy right now. There's yeah, the market. Same, brutal. same with me and Sarah. I mean, you probably saw, but we just got engaged, so now the money's going yeah, towards congrats. the wedding. Thank you. The money's going towards the wedding. But just we moved, fucking so- out here, just fishing for congratulations. I did. Do, I'm, I'm setting. I'm setting <laughs> it up. I'm setting, setting it up. Yeah, I'm setting it up. <laughs> fishing for compliments, dude. So you I, I don't know if you heard. For a I don't know if reason. you heard. <laughs> I just I hate reacting this. Shit. On Instagram, but, uh... There's a lot of people we haven't seen. I don't know if you know, but we're in a pandemic, it's, so I'm going to be doing joke. this for the next it's a year. Joke. <laughs> so if I didn't we... listen to the podcast, I wouldn't have known. So, there you go. Yeah, I was planning. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Joey. Um, that, but we moved to Haverhill to downsize to save because yeah, we're looking. You know, we uh, her aunt is like uh, works in the banks and like specializes in like 
loans and whatnot. And she was like, you just got to like have this much money and everything. Um, it's like, uh, there's so many, you, I mean, you probably know too, with being the finance background, but there's just so, there's so many spreadsheets and formulas and like rates that apply to like random shit that you don't even think about yep. as like, you know, a, a t- I, all I care about right now is ancient Greece. So there's no other numbers on my mind, yeah. uh, that come to like being like, fuck it, loan, whatever. So, um, yeah, we, we downsized to save some money, but yeah, it relatively for us too, it would be like a year or so before we start like diving like into everything. Diving into it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on the same page and that's I'm yeah. the same way. Like it was so like, I was so cookie cutter. Like when I first started thinking about it, like this is how much I'm going to put down and that's it. Like you don't yeah. think about all the other costs that go into it. Or for me, it was just like, so, you know, like, um, I just got to raise $500,000 and then I'll just hand the, hand the homeowner cash and I'll yep. get to live in it. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that was sorry, how I go did fund it. me and, uh, we'll be good to go. Yeah. yeah. I was like, wed- maybe wedding gifts, like, you know, hopefully someone drops 10 K and that'll be like a good, like starting point. Nope. We're lucky um, if we'll get a toaster. Duncan, will you get to get us for our wedding gift? I mean, dude, I, you're lucky. I got you engagement gifts. Uh, we have no, True, I, I have no idea. I haven't even, I haven't uh, opened anything yet. We've been trying to rally through a bunch of champagne. We yeah. have, we, Jesus I think Christ. we drank three whole bottles since saturday and we probably have 10 more yeah if i ever get married or engaged i'm gonna be like if you fucking get me champagne i'm you're not invited to the wedding you're not <laughs> champagne invited. sucks champagne it's sucks. terrible it, dude it's just it puts me to sleep yeah you know what all right speaking of putting to sleep this is something i wanted to bring up i recently started watching this is a robbery on netflix have either of you heard of it no it is Negative. the story of the most infamous art heist that happened in Boston at the Isabella oh, yes. Gardner's Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in 1990 on St. Patrick's Day. I, I read is, I read this. I mean, $200 million worth of art mm-hmm. just gone into the night that no one has any clue who did it. No one has any clue. Like they know like how it happened. But it was just everything about it was nonsensical. It was just two dudes that dressed up as cops and then walked in, like handcuffed the security guards and just robbed the place blind. May have read it last year. The closest that they're thinking is literally just two like Southie guys. Yeah. Like to like like the town shit. Like they put on like JFK masks and walked in and then started, yeah, like cutting art yeah. out of frames, rolling it up. And I remember watching, reading something and I was like, this can't be real. And then I like watched like a YouTube video on it. Thank you. I uh, watched like a YouTube video on it. And like, they were like, supposedly it's like locals. And it was like, the dude had a Red Sox hat on. That was as close <laughs> as they got to a description. It's like, maybe he had a Sox hat on. Well, because then there was uh, another, so they think I just, I'm like halfway through the first episode because the whole point, why I brought this up, why this was a good segue is it's like interesting enough that I can watch it, but it's also just people talking about art. So it puts me to sleep. I just get like a little bit stoned and it just puts me right to bed. It's fantastic. But they think that it was like uh, people who like basically had a shopping list and they were stealing for someone Mm. because there was a similar heist like in terms of how they carried it out that happened in Hyannis like a year, like two years earlier. 
And so they Not think it was the same steel. people. Boats? It was just like a random, like, literally, it was like, you know how they have, like, in Newburyport, there's, like, the old Victorian houses that yeah. they just make a museum. They're just like, we're going to put some art in here and call it a museum and charge you $80 to get in. It was like that. the Rock Museum? The yeah. Rock yeah. Museum <laughs> in town? <laughs> no shit. I know we're going on another tangent. No shit. I've been seeing people coming in and out of the Rock Museum when I go, when I come back because I go through Georgetown to get to 95. Um, like there are cars outside and people like in the rock museum, like turn, like they're like, you know, and this, what a, also another weird fucking staple of Georgetown, the rock museum that we visited at Pembroke, which the, the field trip to the rock museum was just walking down that street where Pembroke was. That was basically it. I do, truly believe I was outside for the entire thing. I never stepped foot inside of any, any building there. And then next to it, it's like goats for sale. Like, <laughs> so we I have, thought like, you were going to say, do you remember the other field trip we went to where it's just, it might be the same thing we we're talking about. Is it the Rock Museum that's on 133 at the end by Dunks? That yeah, it has it, like the old yeah. schoolhouse? Yeah, that's like and the they Rock were just Museum. Like, yeah, they were like, do you guys want to sit in this old schoolhouse? And we were like, no, dude, we go to a, like, we go to school. Like, why? Yeah, this we've upgraded. Interesting. We've upgraded. <laughs> this, it's like, not fucking 1805 anymore. We don't have to do this. Why are we doing this? <laughs> sick, sick, sick field trip, Georgetown. Let's go from school to go look at another school. Like, like this, we can turn it back. You kids get unruly. We'll put you in here. That was like when, do you, do you guys remember in Pembroke when we like toured the middle school? We like yeah. had a field trip and it was like, why are we doing this? Like, we're just going to go here next year. It doesn't Here's matter. Here's how my fucking brain works. I remember when we went from Pearly to Pembroke and you know why? Joey brought it up. Nico Luisi was like my mentor when we visited Pembroke. And I remember that's why I like, I have like some odd, like mental connection with him is because I was a first grader and he was like, yo, check out my shit in second grade. Like check He's this like, shit check out. Check out my etnies, bro. <laughs> and I, we, like, we were in like, a, I can't remember, but I remember that like Nico Luisi was like, you got to walk this way, dude. Like they want everyone to the right in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but while we're on the topic of high school stuff, um, I do have a couple of stories to bring up with Joe. The first one is we're going to very specifically keep any government names out of this one mm -hmm. because I want to talk about the time that we were ding dong ditching. Oh, I knew and it. <laughs> I knew we'd bring this and up and I'm happy we, we did. got the cops called on us. And <laughs> one of our very good friends was just, well, we were hiding in a bush and Woods. one of our friends was still in the car. And just had to lie to the cops. And then we didn't have phones. We didn't have shoes. We were just stranded in the middle of nowhere. And we had to walk probably like a solid half mile barefoot, right? Like it was close to that. Yeah, I, I had no, I think we all had no shoes on. Yeah, we for no reason at all. That was, was the most the three of nonsensical yeah. part of that entire story. Is we were just shoeless and phoneless. And then we eventually broke into our friend's house called our friend who was driving and got him to come back to pick us up called from a home phone which <laughs> like, those were like stopping to be in existence <laughs> that we was were absurd. shocked that they had one we were like your phones you were doing? just your phones were just in the car that you would left, <laughs> yeah. correct? we correct. all 
so the, there was four of us in total. One was driving, right? Yeah. No names, right? No, no, no. One, no. Was, one was driving. Three of us were in the car. We all left our phones in the car. For some reason, we didn't have shoes on. I don't know why. Well, well, yeah, why, why not the shoes either? I have no, no recollection why we were like, yo, let's, you know what? Ding dong ditching isn't hard enough. Let's do this barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> you, no, you are probably had some spice into this. Some Dude, one, one, of, one of you was definitely like, whoa, hold on. Take your shoes off. They may, they may, uh, you know, the footprints. They'll see, they'll yeah. see, yeah, they'll see some van footprints and they, they'll track it back to us. Uh, that, that that's like the one part of the story i have no idea how the shoes came off i could not tell you even like an inkling of why we took our shoes off no but we went to probably one of the richest streets in georgetown yeah, we're uh, like... Like, let's just pick like the people that are probably gonna call the cops yeah. <laughs> do you want me to continue without jackson here yeah yeah, yeah. keep going right. ring the doorbell run in the bushes right so we're like in the woods next to their house. <laughs> Guy comes out all pissed off, gets in his car. <laughs> is still, shit, gotta bleep that name out. <laughs> God damn it, dude. We were uh, so close. <laughs> yeah, we were close. Uh, so the driver's still in the car on the side of the road on a little back street. Yeah, like the a guy, little like three or four house dead end. Like yeah. it was, yeah, no way. Guy gets in his car. John, the guy, the driver just thinks that he's going to drive back out of the street. Like he thinks he's just leaving his house. He has no idea what this guy's doing, getting into his car and leaving. He backs the driver in, parks his pickup truck diagonally so that the driver can't leave the street. <laughs> and of course the driver's like probably the most panicky out of the four of us, <laughs> like ahead of the, me. Yeah. The least likely to be able to lie successfully under pressure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He was what a, what a profession he's in now. Yeah. 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 Holy shit. I didn't even put that together. Um, but yeah, Duncan, you can continue if you want, but I think you kind of put it together. I mean, yeah. So, so then the driver is like, what are you doing? Or like the guy that whose house it was, was like, what are you doing? And this is so uh, much harder without names. But yeah, the, the our driver was like, uh, oh, I just uh, I pulled over to to text somebody <laughs> in your driveway. <laughs> no, it was just on like a street. Oh, it kind of made sense. It actually, against <laughs> all odds, it was a successful lie. It was it probably the, the best lie, story yeah. you could have come up with in that situation. But he was like, yeah, um, I just like, like. I didn't want to like be texting and driving. So I just pulled over like in this dead end to, to text somebody. And then, so we're high. So eventually the guy is like, okay, yeah, whatever. And the guy in the pickup leaves and our driver obviously pulls away because it would be super weird if you just kept sitting there. Um, and so we're just in the bushes with no idea what's going on. Like legitimately like laying in, like, it wasn't even like bushes. It was like, this person's property ended and there were like some bushes there and then it was just the woods and we were just laying in the woods and then the cop pull up and then the cops pull up yeah the lights on going on i'm like yeah like flashlight in the woods yeah we're like laying down being like hopefully they don't see us and then yeah they pull away finally and we were we're shitting our pants and we're like what the fuck do we do and so we end up just like walking probably a half a mile down a relatively main road and then 
through a gravel driveway that's, I mean, the longest driveway in Georgetown, no shoes, and then across a a farm of some kind, um, (laughs) and then breaking into the, like, basement door of our friend's house, and Joey calls the only number he has memorized, who then calls our driver and gets him to (laughs) come back to the house and pick us up. I, I will that. say I almost blew it too when we were in the woods <laughs> because I like I don't know why I am so scared of cops like even to this day I guess I just don't have a lot of experience with them and I was in the woods like cop pulls up the cop starts walking towards the woods so I'm like all right he knows like we're in here you know like maybe I could just get up and make this less sketchy so I, I turned to the other <laughs> hey guy man I'm just uh I'm just uh I'm just I hey it's in these me bushes. Mr. Woods man <laughs> I just live in these bushes that's what was going through my head. So I turned to the other guy besides Duncan. I'm like, should we just get up? And he's like, no, 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 no. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The cop does like a 360 and just leaves. And that's when we got up five minutes later and just started running. And it was like something out of a movie while we're running to the house that we need to get to. We're like jumping in the woods as like cars are driving by because we think it's the cops. Like it was, that was a bizarre. We thought it was either the cops or the guy whose house. Who was looking for us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The piss out of us. Yeah. Also, I mean, what, like looking back on it as like a semi-adult now, what a ludicrous overreaction to be like, these guys rang my doorbell once. I'm going to go hunt them down. <laughs> yes. That was bizarre. Exactly. I had a, a run in with another person that was actually just on your podcast a little while ago where we <laughs> threw an egg at a moving car. He threw an egg at a moving car, hit the car, which is like, that takes a lot of skill going. 20 or 30 separate ways to hit it. And that car followed us around for 20 minutes. Georgetown Raleigh Fog. It was absurd. But those were there's those a were bunch of days. stories we could get into in that lane, but I, I don't want to yeah. I don't want to go too far down there. We don't want to blow up anyone's spot. We don't want to reveal too many secrets. I don't yeah. want to keep people on the ledge. Yeah, I know. Oh. What is that? The uh the the sixth amendment double jeopardy you can't yeah. If you guys get in trouble and you get arrested, you're only getting arrested for the one. You get arrested for two different crimes. Another encounter you had with the police uh, when you accidentally stole bowling shoes from Frosty's. Oh, that uh, was tough. That was tough. What? Uh, Duncan, can I, can we, before we get into this, do you remember the last time I thought of Frosty's? was probably when I was leaving Frosty's yeah. in high school. Oh my I god! Like, I feel like Joe was like a regular customer there. I feel like Joe was. You had you were in a bowling league, weren't you? Wasn't that the thing you were like? <laughs> oh, like I like wasn't you come in a blue team, crew, but me, Mike McCray, J Mac, we were there like every bending on court. We were there like every day. Yeah, every I was there like you, like what are you guys doing? And you're like, all right, like it's gonna be an hour and a half. We're going to Frosties. We have exactly. to. It's an obligation. <laughs> We already called Frosty, so we have to go, or yeah. else he's just gonna sit there. One dollar string. He tries to raise it to four, and I was like, "I'm not bowling at this alley for four dollars." Listen up here, Frosty. There's a couch on the third lane. Like, I'm not. Listen here, here, fella. Have you ever heard supply and demand? You don't have any demand. Where is the supply coming from? There's a couch on the third. Lane. And and. and and a well-minded adult would take sophomore high school sophomores there for gym class. 
which was also an amazing time. I love that was the but God bless Macy's for for being like, and it was like it, it it was hysterical because like working in a school now, the amount of hoops you have to jump through for like say a field trip, leaving the school, at, Macy's was like the rest of us. You got to call Frosty to open it. That was the only hoop you needed to jump through to take <laughs> children outside of the school and go to another business. Just you, you're, we're op- you're opening right now. And Frosty's on the other end. Like, yep. I just, I just got off the couch on the third lane. I'll open up the, I'll unlock the door for you guys. <laughs> like it was like, there was no like special treatment for Macy's. He was just like the rest of us calling yeah, Frosty to open up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my oh. God. I love it. But to that, yeah, I'll give you the quick two cents on that story. That was actually, so that was a really bad week in high school because I had the cops at my house the week before as well for allegedly, not, not allegedly, I did, but set up a, a fight, which was bullshit. It was like a friend of ours who was like 16 and like somebody who was like 22. Like it was a bullshit fight. Cops came, wanted like my side of the story, whatever. My mom was not happy the cops read that. <laughs> not please. Next week, <laughs> Next week, they're banging on the door again. I'm like, oh, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, and they're like, hey, we have a, you know, like request to take you in because you stole shoes. Like, I'm like, stole shoes from where? Like, I'm thinking it's like a compartment store or something. Like, did you catch me on a video camera or something? And they're like bowling shoes from uh, Georgetown Lanes, like not even Frosty's, Georgetown Lanes. I'm like, I look in my hallway. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I do have his bowling shoes. I'm like, yeah, here they are. They're like, you're just going to give them back? I'm like, I didn't mean to steal them. Like, <laughs> those shoes are still there. Those are like $80. I know, you just shoes. walked out. Yeah, I'd also rather like, my shoes back. <laughs> what What am I going to do? With these? Yeah. He stole my shoes. <laughs> and they're like, all right, like, we'll make sure this is all figured out. Like, he was thinking about pressure charges for a pair of bowling shoes. I'm like, dude, this is absurd. Well, but yeah, well I mean, uh, knock on wood, hope Frosty is still alive, but... <laughs> You you yes. didn't you didn't steal just bowling shoes, Joe. You stole a little piece of Frosty. That's why he was probably so upset. Was you Agreed. you took a piece of him? Agreed. Like, you know, you 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 might as well have you know uh, just robbed his own grave, uh, because that is everything he owns is those bowling shoes and probably the the other eight pairs and that couch on the third. <laughs> I can't get. I, I had to continue to see that guy every night at Village when I was working there too. He would really? be there two meals a day and we closed at nine 30 and he would stay until nine 30 at the dot. And we'd have to tell him to leave every night. Oh my God. Yeah. I always got my hair cut at Karen's, which was like backed up or backed up. Frosty's was backed up to Karen's. And I remember, I think it was the Macy's gym class. We were going there and Karen, um, who I was also like kind of frame family friends with, uh, was like taking out the trash or something. She was just like, Oh, Hey Jack. And I'm chatting with her and she goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, Oh, I got gym class. We're going to Frosty's. And she goes, they let kids in there. <laughs> she was like, people go in there. And I'm like, yeah, I got gym class. And then it was like another time I maybe get my hair cut. And I was like, oh yeah, like I'm going to Frosty's tonight or tonight, uh, you know, after this. And she goes, why? And she like, I, she, she's probably had like multiple interactions of just like, like awkwardness. Like he's, you know, coming out of a, a building she assumes <laughs> is probably abandoned. And she's like, well, what is this man doing behind my business and everything? It was, uh, it was an, a, another anomaly. Like, I think I would tell my dad, like, there's a bowling alley in Georgetown, you know? And he's like, what? Where? Frosty's baby. 
I feel like there was only a select few people. There was a very specific part of Georgetown's population that knew that existed. Oh yeah. yeah. Right now you, you grab, uh, you know, uh, some sort of junior senior in Georgetown high right now. And they're like, and you shake them and you, you say, what's frosties. And they're like, Wendy's, they don't know. Yeah. You grab me. I'm like bowling. It. I'm, you know, the guy long nails. Yeah. Couch yeah. On the third one lane. time, one time I was there with my mom and my sister and he told my mom that she had good form on her lead up. And she, when I tell you, she talked about this for multiple weeks. I was, he was like, Oh, you're doing the, you do the four step. And she was like, I guess so. (laughs) Sure. This, 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 that man, he needs to be, he needs to be a part of our, our, like the show we create Duncan. He's more interesting than I think people think too. He made a ton uh, of money in the stock market. I know that. Yeah, I swear to God, like tons of money in the stock market. I just, I just bought some Dogecoin today. I'm about yeah, he's to be on rich. Doge? Wow. One this is... One. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, this is a character that needs to be fleshed out. Like, yeah. we could get Gilbert Godfrey to play Frosty in our biopic. Yes. There we go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> this is a no, quick one, perfect. but only time I've ever seen George get real pissed, Frosty get real pissed yeah. off. We were bowling. It was probably like six or seven of us. And... I don't know if you need to bleep the name out, but Neil was bowling and he threw his bowling shoe, either him or someone else threw the bowling shoe on the lane. And George, like, I don't think he paid attention that entire day until that bowling shoe. Went <laughs> on the lane. And he came over and he was like, that's it. Three strikes and you're out. <laughs> <laughs> what were the other two, George? <laughs> Just that's it. Like everybody out, like everybody's got to leave. Like I've never seen him that angry in my entire wow. life. And like, yeah, just right. it was like he was just sitting there, like staring at the wall, just like letting his brain cook with whatever. Yeah. And then he heard just the sound, and he was like, "I know that fucking sound. That <laughs> yeah. is a shoe hitting the lane." <laughs> and then he just turned into the Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Like that, even more fuel to the fire that I think that he is attached to the shoes. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not that there was a. Sh- it was not that the shoe was on the lane. It was that you threw the shoe. The shoe was you being dis- disrespected. You disrespected the shoe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was like Harry, uh, like Voldemort and his Horcruxes. Like the shoes each had a piece of Frosty's soul. Sure. And that's why you couldn't disrespect. Sure. Whatever you the say, shoes. bro. God, no. He's Always like, bring that it back is to like, Harry Potter references. That's such a character of like, like honestly, like a childhood. It's it's oh, Big yeah. Al, it's Swag Walker, it's yeah. Frosty. Yeah. It, there's the, you maybe a hand, maybe less than a handful of another ones. Yeah. But it's like I. Yeah. This is what Joe Kelly's, what Billy Keen was talking about of just like it's such like a hometown. Like the um, Joe the the excitement people will will get when you maybe 15 minutes ago said Frosty's name. Yeah. Like the like the, our listeners will be like, holy shit, Frosty. Yeah. Like, thank you, Joey Dorgerson, for bringing up Frosty back into my life. Yeah, these are things like people don't think about them, but then it's also like even for people not from Georgetown, these ideas and characters are all so relatable. Like every 100%. town has these weird fucking people that we like just all grow to love. They're just yeah. part of our life. They're part of our sitcom that we're fucking living in. Yeah. Mm. Um, I have, 
So a specific person, Justin, I was like, yo, you got any good stories? Uh, and the only other one, he, he had two other ones, but I'm only asking you one, is when Cesar Miranda goosed you during a huddle and Rowinski absolutely flipped his shit. Yeah, that was a tough look. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was that. I can remember vividly. We were just talking about this with, with T and Angel a couple weeks ago, but we were in a huddle at Pentucket. I think it was, yeah, it was my sophomore year because Cesar was a senior. <laughs> We're in the huddle. It's like a very close game, fourth quarter, like dead. Everyone's serious in the huddle. Caesar's behind me, and all I feel, as gross as this is to say out loud, is just a finger slide up my ass. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? So I like turn, I like start like I turn around at first, I'm freaked out, and then I'm like laughing a little bit. And like our coach was just livid. He's like, Why the fuck are you laughing? Like you know, and I was in the game at this point. So like, he was like going to sit me down. I'm like, I don't really want to sit down. <laughs> and then the other coach, the assistant coach is pointing at Caesar <laughs> behind the huddle. And yeah, he just ratted him out. Oh yeah. He was like, and you know, the head coach is like, Caesar, get on the bench. This is why you don't play. Blah, blah, blah. Like Caesar was one of the most underrated, like he was good and he just didn't get played. But after the game, he, coach goes, Caesar, get in my office. And then we're like, we're up in Tucket. Like, we don't have an office here. Yeah. And he takes him in like the dark, like back of the locker room, like just like a gross ass, like high school locker room. He's in like the back corner of it, like the showers at Georgetown, basically. And just like reams him out for like five minutes. And then we just, yeah, that was, that was one of the tougher moments of, of high school basketball for Caesar. That's funny. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was tough. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, Jackson, what else do we have? Do we have a good, um, bad, the ugly? I got a good, bad, the ugly. So, Joe, we play a little game here, good, the bad, and the ugly. It's like uh, pitchforks overrated, underrated, but we throw in a little twist where you could either call it um, good, bad, or you can just plain out say that it's really bad by calling it ugly. Let yeah. me get my notes out because I'm currently in my calendar for some reason. Um, I'm getting texts left and right. Uh, and uh, my first one is good, bad, or the ugly. Cinnamon. Hmm. Good. Big fan of cinnamon. Dunkin' Donuts has a cinnamon roll ground coffee. It's like cinnamon roll flavored. I made cold brew with it last week. Whole oh, buddy, that was some. That was some good oh. stuff. Do you got any? Ten Duncan? out of ten would recommend. Yeah. Any? I'm just gonna run off off the dome. Cicadas. <clears throat> I might sound ignorant, but I don't even know what a cicada is. They're like the bugs from the um from the Bible, you know, and like the got it. like it's locusts, also, kind of. No, yeah, no like it's locusts. not. A, no, no, it's Similar. the bug. It's the sound that you hear in the summertime. That's just like. Bzzz. Oh yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. It's like you're like I don't know what that is. You don't even sometimes realize it unless you're like, you know, disassociating with like reality. And you're just yeah. like spacing out and you're like, oh shit, like there's a buzzing noise. That's a cicada. I'm going to go ugly on that one. I hate Correct. Bugs. The reason I brought it up because uh, the way I do this is I just go through trending topics on Twitter. So like cicadas are like underground most of the time. And then like once every like couple decades, they'll come out. And this year is like, trillions of cicadas are going to come out around the United States and just annoy the shit out of us. So get ready, Voldemort. That is crazy to think about. I'm going a 
Portugal is off topic, but I'm going to Portugal in like a couple, like a month and a half. And I'm like wow. nervous about like different animals. Like, I don't, I don't know what animals <laughs> about. I no, hate snakes. A... Like I'm scared of like some exotic shit. My friend, it, it's a first world country. You're not going to see it's, any animals. It's also right. an island. I probably should have done my research like this point. Yeah. Is it an island? No. Isn't Portugal, an, it's a peninsula then? No. It's connected to Spain. Like very it wholeheartedly connected to Spain. Connected to Spain. You're correct. <clears throat> I was yeah. thinking of not that. You, it, you're, you may be thinking, here's a geography. I mean, it's connected to the Iberian Peninsula, but that also yeah. includes Spain, Portugal, and France. Parts of France. The Iberian Peninsula. There's a little trivia for you, Joe. All right, good, bad, the ugly. That Derek wasn't Rose. trivia. That was just a fact. <laughs> Derek Rose. Derek Rose. Derek Rose. I just watched his documentary. Mm-hmm. I thought it was unbelievable. I, I'm like halfway through it. It's like, it's Unreal. awesome. He used to drink I, sugar water all the time, like as a mm-hmm. kid. Like, he's crazy. yeah, just like drink like sugar, like, like, like not like Kool Aid. Like, he like would put sugar, sugar water. in water, sugar yeah. cane in water. Yeah. He's, yeah he's, I love a good like uh, comeback story. Like, I love like Kim Kardashian and like all those great ones. Um, yep. Derek Rose is like a great like comeback. Like, what he's doing right now with the Knicks is an yep. incredible. Like, Phenomenal. just to be able to like, he was fucking what the cover of like 2k like 10 or 2k yeah, like 11 yeah and blew everything out and then like toiled around in the nba of being like this kind of like what could have been story to now then like rejuvenate himself like even like last year it's like awesome i love uh, so i was so super pumped for the derrick rose like uh documentary agree yeah you'll you'll like it keep watching that one it's a good one mm, awesome Dunky. Um, mine is the song D Rose by Lil Pump. I'm not a huge little pump fan, so yeah, I'd he's probably, trash, dude. I probably yeah, I probably go ugly. I don't yeah, really there you go. like anything by him. Great call. <laughs> uh good, the bad, the ugly, loud street bikes. I'm gonna go bad. I don't hate it, but I it's just like I don't know, it's annoying. It's you like ju- having an aftermarket muffler on your fucking like Subaru. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah we get it. Relax. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd rather I just, you have a Prius and not, I, I, and I won't be able to hear it through my AirPods. Yeah. I, I, this happened like two weeks ago with my girlfriend and like a bunch of her friends were like walking and there was like a big streaking noise. And of course, one of the girls is like, he's compensating for having a little dick. And I'm like, You're just, <laughs> like you doing that is just asking for that comment. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 That's like I, when, um, my roommate bought a truck and I was like, yeah, you're short. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> like you're asking Kong. for those comments. Um, I would say I, I'm, I would say ugly with the bikes, but bad with the mufflers. Like a car okay. will make me turn my head and go like, okay. But a bike, I just, I have no uh, desire to like own a motorcycle, whether it's a street bike or like a, uh, like a, there a, is, a, a, yeah, I don't, so. A large, there's a large amount of caveats to this particular yes. one. Like a truck with a loud muffler, I'm like, yo, shut up. You're already doing too much. Agreed. A car, if it's like a Subaru, I'm like, fuck you. You just got it. If it's like a Mustang or like a muscle car and you hear that kind of loud car, I then I'm like, it. yo, that's kind of sick. Cause I just yeah. love muscle cars. I always have. But yeah. then bikes. I just don't, I don't love Harleys in general, so I'm not no. a huge fan of them. But when you hear like the louder, like, um, they're called like cafe racers, like the, the essentially like racing the, motorcycles. A Ducati. I, yeah. I don't mind those. 
I can yeah. fuck with those. Um, fuck. I had something to say. I don't remember what it was. You have a good but, about um, the ugly? Uh, yeah, it's, um, I'm again, blanking on the name. My brain just stopped working. Um, I can go on mine. The, yeah, I'm going to look out mine. Go, you do uh, espresso. <laughs> I only got to go ugly because I've never had it or any coffee. I've never drank coffee. Oh, well, there you go. Wow. Yeah. That's see, and now we're peeling back the onion of Joe. Yeah. No, no coffee. Is it just out of sheer, like, cause they're like, like a Tom Brady, like it's not good for my health or you're just like, I don't, maybe have you had a taste of it before of coffee? I had a taste once I can literally remember. It was like in math class in high school, like of like an iced coffee and like, I didn't hate it, but I didn't like, like it. Yeah. Like gotcha. and my mom, like shamed it growing up. Like, I feel like I just like never had it as an option. Yeah. That, that, that's like a bunch of people. It's like you've, there's the people who like truly enjoy coffee. I would say Duncan and myself, like we're in that there's the coffee out of utility. Then on the other end of the spectrum, they're the people who are like, I don't like coffee because I've tasted it when I was a kid and don't like it. But you're in that like subsect of like, it was, you're right. It wasn't an option. Yes. Like, like you're not having it. So you've almost grown out of like the, the liking it phase where it's just now like, you're just never going to. Do you're you going to have energy like energy drinks? Energy drinks. I don't, I used to get sick when I drank monster once in a while at village. So I never drank them. So you're just wow. a no caffeine kind of guy. You're just yeah, running on your, your own high fucking on life. adrenaline. High on life, yeah. I respect yeah. it. Um, I yeah, no, I, I do feel like it's a big like nature versus nurture kind of thing where like, yeah, I'm assuming Jackson is similar to you, but my dad would drink like five or six cup, cups of coffee a day. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, no, that's normal. It's now normal. I do the same yeah, thing. exactly. My, my dad was drinking like tea and coffee when he was yeah. like eight. And then it was like coffee was always around in my house. Like it's an Italian thing where it's like you have coffee with dessert. Yeah. yeah, I have no ounce of Italian in me, but it was like a thing that was like coffee with dessert. Like well, if there's it's, coffee, after we're dinner not Italian like necessarily, but we're like honorary Italians from growing up where we grew up. You know what I mean? Like we are yeah. very much more so in tune with Italian culture and how Italians function than some of the people down here. Most of the people down here. There you go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's not about that. your blood. It's about your culture. You know, I agree. Yeah. Uh, culture. World of Warcraft. I've never played it, so I'll probably go bad. Yeah, neither have like, I. No opinion, neither I guess. Yeah, you have no opinion. This is this is a podcast where we talk about movies none of us have seen. Yeah, Girl, except for the porno episode. version. I have seen the porno. <laughs> have seen the porno version of World of Warcraft. <laughs> I, saw a, a, I saw a porno version of uh, Rick and Morty one time. That was. Really? I tell you that that post nut clarity <laughs> got, got real. <laughs> yeah, you got to exit out of that quick. All right, my last. Oh, my last. Why one. is she purple? <laughs> uh, high school highlight tapes. I'll go good because I watch them all day on like TikTok or Instagram. Oh my god, I'm yeah. I'm still on like a huddle grind. Like I still have a I go on huddle accounts and I look at mostly obviously like lacrosse stuff, but yeah. like. I'll see so or like uh every once in a while like AAU game like oh, yeah. like I you know a kid had like a whole weekend at an AAU tournament and he's like here's everything I I got shot and it's like holy shit 
Like There's some great some stuff coming mm. up. Yeah, it's crazy. Some of the shit I see, I'm like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, the TikTok is a very uh, like you can find your lane with like just like highlight tape stuff. Like I do, yeah, I do I enjoy like myself. TikTok. I don't like make videos, but I do love watching them. You don't have to have an account, I don't think. You can just you like get no, on. The, I created can... one to make it easier to like save the videos, but that's it. Oh yeah, no, I'm not even there yet. Like also, I just like uh, I just scroll yeah. through. Follow me on TikTok. Um, you make them listens. Yeah. Uh, all hail Daddy Bezos. <clears throat> <laughs> I love it. Is this is news to me? Yeah, it, it used to be the I made one originally for the podcast, but it's so tough to translate a podcast to TikTok that I was yeah. like, I think my angle is just making videos while I'm at work. God, I can't. I'm. I uh, I'm gonna protest that TikTok uh, until like you shove it in my face. So okay, that's fine. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I have one last one. Doing yard work. <laughs> ugly. I like very ugly. Yeah, I hate manual labor. I'm soft when it comes to that stuff. See, I still love it because I don't have to do it ever. So for me, it's like a treat. Kyle's a beast with manual labor. And so also, I, I like I worked at a golf course for like multiple summers oh, just true. doing that. So it's like, that's just like, I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. That's my day. Whatever. Yeah. It's cool. Mow some lawns, do some weed whacking, edge a little bit. And then once I get home, I edge a little bit more, you know? <laughs> that was good. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> I'm more of a sounding guy. All right, Joe. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for, uh, you know, joining us on this podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. It was great catching up with you. Yes. Um, is there anything you would like to plug before we, uh, we wrap listeners. up? No, I yeah, want no. Thanks for having me on and stay sleazy. And, uh, <laughs> I, I just threw you that follow on TikTok, Duncan. Hell yeah. Ooh, there you go. About. Thanks well, again for um, having me on. Absolutely. Of course. Uh, we would love to um, send our regards to the Big Al family and hope that uh, all is well. Um, we would like to say rest in power, King. And, um, you know, he's just looking down over the counter in heaven, uh, yeah. watching watching kids pay 50 cents and <laughs> running away with the, ice, the Arizona iced tea um, as they throw their change on the counter. Um, also, Rasputin Rowinski, who we also brought up in this episode. Yeah, yeah R.I.P. Rest in power as well. R.I.P. to Dottie. Rest in power to Dottie. <laughs> um, uh, maybe we'll edit in. We'll, we'll do some research and see if Frosty's still alive. <laughs> hopefully, if that guy's yeah, hopefully if that guy's crossed. alive, we're getting him on the podcast. That's He's still kicking. I, I saw oh, him like okay. three months ago. He's kicking. Oh, okay. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Um, Joe had to go you know. get a couple frames in. Yeah. <laughs> For all time's yeah. sake. Yeah, all right. like, I got the itch. I got the itch, Frosty. <laughs> Joe, thank you again. Probably also, I don't know when you're how you're gonna do it, but either you're about to or you had already heard um us drunkenly try to do some sort of post-engagement party bullshit um that Duncan <laughs> threw up in the middle of. So get I ready for that. Didn't, I didn't throw up, but I, I pretended uh, to. almost did. Yeah. Yeah. That was um, tough. That was the most hungover I've been in a long, long time. <laughs> Joe, thank you again. We hope uh, you stay safe uh, and hopefully we can, you know, be in person and see you soon and get on the court together. Definitely. Um, oh, I've been putting up shots, Joe. Next time I'm home, we're going to have to, you know. It'll be me American Legion. we'll be shooting it up all day, Duncan. And now for something completely different. Speeding. Oh,
Hi guys. This is the Trolling Stone Podcast. Um Yep, we're really living it right now. I genuinely don't know that I've ever been more hungover. Really? It's been multiple years since I've been this hungover. This hungover, yeah. And I think too your uh new lifestyle of yeah. taking it easy with the drinking and whatnot has It doesn't um set me up for having the stamina endurance to um drink from like 4 p.m to like 4 a.m yeah i i think uh i'm doing better because i stayed away from liquor last night and that i have been like drinking consistently um but uh Welcome to the, we're in the Troll and Stone podcast studio currently in uh, my new apartment and surprise, surprise, Duncan and us, Duncan and us, Duncan and I are uh, together. We are in the same room. Um, we uh, are hopefully not blowing out the audio with Definitely these, blowing out the audio a little bit. yeah, with these two microphones that we got, but we are currently on the same couch um, with an audience. And uh, it was my engagement party the night before at the lovely Haley Rizzo's house. Um, she, a great host, uh, you know, very uh, attentive to her guests, uh, ready to um, make us coffee at 8 o'clock at night, um, ready to f- make her brother, Brian, uh, cook food and do a backflip off of uh, the house. But um, Duncan surprised me. Um, by spending 20 minutes inside of a shed before grabbing me, and then we kissed on the lips. So what a great engagement gift. And uh, can you please describe a little bit how, how with the, the, the atmosphere in that shed? I think I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> we can take a break. Um, the atmosphere in the shed was... Uh, I'm struggling. <laughs> now that I actually I get to see obviously like the full picture going on right here, Duncan's black on black, hair mess. He is um, you know, hand on his knee right now, just really sh- struggling. Uh, it's you know it's it's fourth quarter. It's rather it's third period right now. He's been on the first line. Um, he's gotten bruised up a little bit. Um, you know, he, he took a couple shots for the team and, uh, who was the Bruins player that maybe in the championship run, like broke his knee while taking like a shot and then continued to play on it through the rest of the championship run. Gregory Campbell. Okay. He's, he's pulling a Campbell right now. Banged up. Really just sucking wind. He is currently moving towards the bathroom. Thank God it's close at hand um to most likely pull trig uh so it's it'll just be me sarah do you want to get on the mic no he's he's in the bathroom he can he can shut the door too okay he's, he's shutting the door you can grab the mic We'll, we'll talk over so it. Close. We'll talk over it. 
Um, Good morning. So, um, welcome to the Trolling Stone Podcast. Um, but I think we're going to have a quick one because uh, Duncan needs to go see his father. I need to go to a lacrosse practice in about a half hour. Sarah, would you like to take us through last night and how uh, our engagement party went? Um, it was a blast. And I know a lot of people who listen to this came, so thank you all for coming. It's so sweet. Thank you for all the gifts. Um, oh, God. There's just you have so much alcohol. It's going to probably take like a year to go through like all the champagne we have. We Can- probably literally have like... 12 bottles of champagne I would now. I would probably say over because there's six from Emily and then Chris and Emily gave us another one so yeah, that's like that's seven just from one person four more four more we do we still have Vuve two, yep. two boxes of Vuve one box or one box so we got we got a lot of champagne can champagne go bad no 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 alcohol like, doesn't really go can bad can alcohol go bad I mean unless it's like literally like bask in the sun but like Basking in the sun, yeah. Did I say that right? I think so. We we tonight. So I, like after my practice, I'm gonna come back and I am I will drunkenly make my way through this lesson plan, but I think we should definitely have some champagne. Alright. <laughs> to celebrate to celebrate the new obviously the new place the engagement party, Rosie. I could probably sip on some. Yeah. Maybe you could like pick up. Maybe we could do like some midnight mimosas. There you go. Maybe, but Ooh. we would need to get some. Midnight mimosas is that like a cocktail or is that just like? There you go. Hey. Duncan. Did... Is there gum in your bag? Um, Update. Duncan did not throw up. Hold on, let me look because I just ran out. But there might be another. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Sarah Queen, and thank you for for joining us is on the that podcast. UV blue in the the bottle. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Nice uh, Sunday UV blue. Rose. Rose. Do you want to be on the pod? Yeah, you, you today you did. This is just great for the audio listeners. Um, those are the only listeners we have. Their audio. Yeah. Um, someday we'll have video. Yeah. So we got. I get to the place. We're we're late. Sarah had a hair a hair appointment that went over a little bit. We're not gonna you know we're not gonna point fingers or anything, but we're late. Um, and uh, your hair looks great, though. So uh, we get there. I th- go down uh, the Haley Rizzo's backyard, a little incline. People are playing um, cornhole, and they suspiciously say, "Jackson, you're playing with Chris." And uh, I'm like, "I'm in the. You're in the middle of a game. Like, what's going on?" And then I proceeded to leave the cornhole place from where Duncan and the shed were, and then so, came back. Uh, you came down. I didn't really know what was happening. So, um, I didn't do anything at first, and I'm just standing, the shed, if I could describe the shed experience, it was like, remember last episode when we talked about, uh, the taste of spiders and blood? Yeah. That's how the shed was. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, the, it was less blood than spiders, but it was spiders. There was definitely spiders was in spiders there. spiders and leaf blowers. Do they have multiple leaf blowers in there? Um. I think so. I think they had a backpack one and like a plug-in electric bougie, bougie backpack one. I was like, that's a commitment to a cause. Um, and then, so I could see you like pretty much the whole time. Yeah. Like the door was cracked. I was just hiding, and then um, you walked back up. 
the house. To, I think I made myself a drink too. And Ben called me. Really? And so I'm looking at Ben through the crack <laughs> in the shit, just talking to him on the phone. We're like, what the fuck are we going to do? And yeah. I was like, I'm going to just, I guess, like. I'm here tonight. Him. I was like, get him to play cornhole facing away from me. And then whenever he's back, I'll just come, like, fucking surprise him. Yeah. And, yeah. I was standing next to Gus. And then, uh, so I'm like, I have, like, a pack in my hand. And I'm facing opposite, of, of the, away from the, the shed. And I have, I feel a hand on me. And truly... I was about to say, like, get the fuck off me, Gus. Like, stop touching me. Because it's just like, I don't want to be touched at this moment. And then I turned around. It's Dunky um, in all of his glory. Um, it didn't quite sink in. And then it was, I think it sunk in in the hot tub where I, you, I was, like, across from you. And I was like, holy shit, he's here. Like, it finally, like, it, it dawned on me that uh, uh, the, the co-host uh, of the podcast is... is For digital song. There you go. Uh, it, from the state of no income tax. There you go. Um, you are blowing out your mic so hard. Really? Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. But yeah, a uh, lot, a lot of fun. Um, the hot tub, the two fire pits, the copious amounts of alcohol, the games. Duncan, you also uh, won the trivia. Yeah. You. Uh, oh, that's a two-part story because I won the trivia, but that was because. I tied Jack for the right answer, and I beat him two nothing in rock paper scissors. Ah, oh, there you Just go. Which slap my dick on the table. What'd you show? Where I went th- paper first. Um, no, I, yeah, I think I went paper first, and he went rock. I was like, bang. And then the second one, I went rock. He went scissors. Ah. Uh, so see you later. Yeah, just absolute head. You, you got real estate up in Jack's yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Jack Queenie did not know what to do. No. There's a, I even I, gave him a break in between the first round <laughs> and the second round to collect his thoughts, and he still couldn't. Come yeah, you're still you're still Sorry. paying rent up there. Um, I think that was actually he thought it was a nice gesture. I think I actually just was oh, just planting more. Yeah, yeah you double downed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I am very much on the idea that uh, rock paper scissors <laughs> shoot is very much like a uh, a social a social game in the sense that you need to know who you're playing against and know their personality because Jack Queenan is an automatic throw rock first type yeah, of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I play off of that. I say myself, I'm a scissor first guy. Okay. Good to know. But I know that concept of rock, paper, scissors shoot where I will go against the grain of what I do to throw people off. I am a big I try not to have any like this is my go to first thing to throw. Yeah. I try to just think of, like, what's going to throw the other person off. Yeah, exactly. Like, what is the other person not going to expect out of me? Yeah. That I'm the, right I heard uh, someone who's a righty plays rock, paper, scissors, shoot with the left hand. So it's, you, they throw the, like, it's, it, when you throw rock, paper, scissors, shoot, you say you're both righties. You are basically, if you're facing each other, you're on the opposite side of the playing field, if you yeah, will. Yeah. If you throw lefty on a righty, they kind of fucks them up a little bit. Where yeah. they're watching the the hands parallel to each other. Um, it's it's like I said, idea. it's I a like mental that. game. It's it's uh, chess, uh, Catan, and rock paper scissors shoot are maybe the hardest games to master. Yeah, <laughs> I'd say those three. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the night goes on. What you what you you won? Uh, what you win from the uh, the trivia prize? Um. 
ten dollars in scratchies. Which I then this morning saw in the pool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to them. Um, I was like, this is ten dollars. I yeah. I can't even redeem them in Tennessee. I was like, so the odds that I go to like, cash them in tomorrow are very yeah sad. to the freaking Richdales or something in Merrimack. Um, so I want that. I want a sick fucking little guitar yeah, thing. <laughs> Which that um makes no Julia fun. kept taking and doing freestyles. I will say very poorly. Yeah. Um, about people's names. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, my, my name was thrown in there. Your name came up a bunch. Uh, uh, they kept, every time I watched by, it was like a freestyle about Duncan. I was like, what are we doing? Like, yeah. And it was the same, same word. the same words. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I'm glad that everyone enjoyed themselves at the party. Cause I, it was, um, our friends have met Sarah's friends, uh, a couple times and it was, uh, I was glad also that you guys got to meet like her siblings yeah. Because I don't think that both, that's been... Both Jack and Lily were like, we've heard so much about you, and we yeah. never have met you. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, uh, it it was like a bunch of different, like, uh, you know, the the uh, uni- parallel universes of Jackson um, collided last night. Yeah. Where, yeah, you're, like, interacting with Sarah's brother and sister. It was like, it was like the solar system just collapsed just, in on itself well i was saying more like an aligning. Oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah the planets align and that's when Bro, you know dude, all you hell breaks loose shoe i'll fucking punt you no no she doesn't eat shoes um that's a good girl that's a good girl uh but yeah it was fun and now we're here with, with uh nursing hangovers nursing hangovers uh i I came home and immediately got on the, my computer to try to like get some work done while you and Sarah decided to pass out. And then I passed out. We I don't sp- even think my passing out was a decision. I think oh, it was yeah. just involuntary where as soon as I was stationary, I was like, yeah, yeah, we're yeah exactly. Um, dying. So uh, I'm trying to think. What was, <laughs> I was about to say something. but um, Oh, you got on the computer and tried to... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I got on the computer and mangled my way through some sort of Greek Acropolis lesson, but now I got to go do that later. But um, your hangover is real. Mine, mine, I think has has subsided. Um, I think we. I didn't want to throw up because as soon as I throw up, it's like then I'm throwing up the rest of the day. Really? Like, I can't keep anything down. So I was like. If I can get over this, if I can conquer this puke and not puke, then we'll be good to go. You know what I'm just thinking of now? You're going to go off with your dad. And the last time you were at your dad's place, the two of you were just (laughs) getting banged up, drinking whiskey together. So prepare for tonight, my friend. I'm not doing that now. No? Me and him will get fucking stoned and watch. There you go. There you go. That's going to be more like it. There's a Celtics game on probably. There's probably a Bruins game on. There'll be something to do with Rick. Yeah. We'll do something. We'll figure something out. But, yeah, no. We'll not be touching alcohol today. Mm. Any notes? Um, I have three things written down here from last week. Driving is like hockey. It needs fighting. Oh, yeah. Big like, time. If if I could put a sign on the top of my car when somebody pissed me off that was like, pull over, we're squaring up. Yeah. And I could just beat the fuck out of them. Like, I would absolutely. Like, there's... It, People would do less dumb shit on the road. There should be a universal like hand signal, 
that uh, well there is there is the, the flip off but there should be a universal hand signal for like no seriously pull off to the side pull over i'm gonna fight you exactly yeah, yeah. oh yeah it's it, it's like you just said i was i've been watching both baseball and hockey like chirps or fights or there's like oddities happening because those are two sports that like i don't watch that often so when <laughs> i see like an oddity of in baseball i like really watch it but the hockey mic'd up guys like you want to go you want to go drop them you want to go you want to you want to have one it, or it's like it's either like you want to go and i'm like i'm trying to intimidate you or it's just like hey you want like you want to go get a cup of coffee yeah. you want to have a quick fight in the on the ice and then they're always just like hey good one but they're like on the ice they're the unless there's real hatred in it they're always like oh hey good one but yeah that's a good one good pops bud good pops uh Oh yeah, that I think driving. I would you consider yourself a good driver? Oh, I mean, well yeah, you do it for a job. Yeah, but. I am a insanely good driver. Um, I have been known to avoid crashes with a dexterity that's mm. called otter-like. Um, <clears throat> I just kind of slide through things, and I it's a big like. I think playing video games so much helps because I a lot of GTA. Like I just have like a sixth sense of where things are. Yeah, there's a space. You have you have a good spatial awareness. Yeah, exactly. But then other people are just like off in La La Land. I do like. I wish I could just run into people with like my van and (laughs) yeah. It's it's like it's not even your van. Like it's not like oh shit. I I I rammed into that guy now. Like how am I gonna get to you know. The, st- the stop and shop yeah no yeah do you, but obviously you you get in trouble like yeah, or, in trouble. but if it's yeah um do you do like the like i'm a good i feel like a, i'm a good driver when no one's watching me like i have those moments where like if sarah's in the passenger oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. if sarah's in the passenger seat like you know all eyes i got stage fright sometimes so i'm like not paying attention or just moving to this new place like i'm driving and i want to look and be like, oh, what's that house like? Or like, what? Oh, what's what's that business over there? So I'm not really paying attention to the traffic around me. So there, there's sometimes the these these stop short uh, movements, and I do the um, pull off, like I angle myself so that I don't get into a car accident. I'm not gonna fender bend at this guy. I'm gonna like pull off. I'll hit I'll hit the uh, I'll go into the median of the highway before I, you know, rear end someone. Yeah. Um, no, I'd say I'm a very good driver. I would love to like go on a racetrack someday and be like, "How good of a driver?" Yeah, my dad's done that a couple times with Dave Perry. Yeah. Dave, I've told the story, but Dave Perry brought a, a Dodge Hellcat over my dad's house one day, and they went up and down 95 from like exit 55 to 54, going the two of them, they both hit 160. Yeah. And Dave was just like, on to, on like, there's an immunity. He's like, I got a cop in the car. Yeah. Good deal. Just like this, it doesn't matter. Like, there you go. What are you drinking? You want? You can go get a diet coke. There's a there's a basket of them. That might be a game changer. There you go. Hangover. Um, <clears throat> what's the top speed you've ever hit in your car? I the, know you got a, a clunky, but it's not. Like no, not a clunky. speed. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the SUV. I probably got up to one ten before. Yeah, I hit one fifteen in my old car. I, I and it was completely not out of necessity, no. like trying to get by someone. It was I'm going home down Route One from Turner Hill at three in the morning. Yeah, and you're just like ah fuck it. Yeah, and I'm like there's there's no one out. I know it. I had the Waze app, and Waze will show you where cops are. I was like I have the stretch of like a mile where there's no cops, so I'm hitting it. Yeah, 
and no one was on the road. It was great. It was the same. It was on the way home from work. It was, uh, it was in probably like December, January, but it was when, for some reason, they had forecasted uh, snow in Nashville. It didn't actually happen, but everyone was like freaking out. And no one was on the road. It was like ten thirty p.m. and there was not a single. Yeah, it was a ghost town. Wow. And all of a sudden, I like like rounded a corner like on the highway and just like looked down and was like oh that's a number yeah, yeah. we got up there exactly i saw i wish like uh it like it's like a video game it like takes a picture of like yeah. a new record yeah, yeah. <laughs> no um and then my new car i like was driving home the other night and i hit uh like 98 and uh then the car went into the next gear the what? The next gear. Oh, the next gear. I was like, oh, baby. Oh, yeah, and you start to, like, see, like, a, <laughs> it, like it's a little jolt, and it's... <clears throat> yeah, that... It's like, we can get well above 150 yeah. in this puppy. My car is pretty nimble, too. Like, I know it's, you know, a four-door <laughs> SUV, but it's it's pretty... I can whip the brick. I will say... It move, is a good, yeah. Moving here, we rented a U-Haul, and so I got to, like, you know, uh, fulfill my dream of driving like uh like a bus yeah because that's what i felt like driving that big u-haul it was like a think like a maybe like a 15 or actually probably like uh like an 18 by eight feet u-haul i think you had the 20 footer the 20 yeah it had to have been that yeah because i i when i saw it i was like that's the one i drove yeah it's it was uh it was quite a behemoth i just i was disappointed that you didn't quite have the commitment of like going through like arkansas and getting stuck yeah sorry uh yeah i felt like you kind of just didn't really commit to the The entire time i was like looking in like the cab and being like duncan slept in one of these I was just like trying to like, it does have like the the it's the it is the Mexican limousine where it's the three seating. Yeah. So I was like I could like maybe lay down, but bad. then yeah, yeah, but, but it's not good. It wasn't good. No. 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 I and I a pillow in there. I kept looking and being like, "Who's behind me?" And I'm like looking. I'm like, "There's no rear view mirror because it's fucking nothing behind me." But uh, it was I had to pick it up in Malden. No, actually, like the like the sketchier part of Somerville. And then maneuver it back to Melrose. And so, like, and every street is fucking... Oh, yeah. So many, like, cars. There's double park cars. There's other other U-Haul. It was the moving day for me and everyone else in the state. Because there were so many other U-Hauls, like, yeah. going by. It was like, uh, it was like moving into fucking, like, Washington Tower in uh, Southwest. Exactly, yeah. And then, like, you've seen, like, the Melrose Street. I used to live on a one-way. And we had my car... Sarah's parents, two cars. They're both bigger. There's one's a truck, one's an SUV, and then the U-Haul. And then movers came to get out this couch and our mattress and our bureau in there. And uh, so there, like, we caused quite the traffic jam. Yeah, For a one-way street, there's a lot of traffic going through it and everything, and it was a clusterfuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had to take the U-Haul around the block, like, three times because there were other people needing to, like, scoot by, and I couldn't repark or anything. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. Um, I don't mind driving U-Hauls, especially, I mean, like, they're basically just the same size as my Amazon van. Yeah. I'm very used to spatially how they function. Yeah. So I can, I was, like, sneaking into tight little spaces. There you go. I was, like, getting Yeah, there, there, there is a sense of, uh, like, probably, like, confidence at this point in your Amazon driving where it's, like, 
like you can like eyeball something and be like i can make it in there yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, I, can, I got that yeah. spot there's just generally there's a confidence with everything where i'm just oh like, yeah no like whatever you could possibly throw at me i got this oh like, yeah, yeah. I'm on it. you want like heavy heavy rain i'll be fine like we'll make it through you want snow i'm gonna I'm be fine i drove a u-haul through it exactly yeah <clears throat> um next on my notes m80s you ever use throwing m80s anywhere m80s like the little firecrackers yeah i believe i have but it had to have been once yeah i think it was probably a fourth of july situation and i guarantee it was with like my uncle for like the summer that i stayed me and my brother stayed in like lynn with my aunt and my uncle um and i don't think i've ever i can't remember i think that it had to have been that and it was like i did not get to light it because i probably and i all i did was just hold it and throw it and it cracked and i probably threw it stupid and probably threw it like you know diffused the wick or whatever i have never had any experiences with them idiots um but my dad said that when he was a kid in melrose like right across from the high school yeah there was like an old like not like abandoned building, but it was like a really? building that had started being constructed. Yeah. And then they had like left it. Like wow. Something had happened. I'm trying to think where. So there was just like this massive, like, they had dug like a basement in. Mm. And so it ended up just being like a pool of water. And then it was like concrete. Gross. Like basically all around it. Yeah. So he was like, we used to go throw M80s in there. And they would just make. Because, like, the acoustics and yeah. would just be like, hum, hum, Yeah, and hum, you're, there's, like, the, people people next door, like, someone is getting shot right yeah. now. People, like, in downtown Boston are, like, uh, is it atomic bomb? Yeah, off? oh, my God. But that's, like, such, like, a like a dad high school, like, yeah, yeah like, we would just have. And also the ease of uh, being able to get an M80. It's just, just anywhere. Like walk into a like CVS. And yeah. Be like, can I have ten M80s? What was the, what was the uh, convenience? Not convenience store, but like general store next to Crosby's that. Was it Cressy's? Cressy's. Yeah. I feel like that. Like that shit was. I mean, you could get everything. You could get everything from like a like a uh, a toilet snake yep. to Pokemon cards. Yes. You could get do at you, Cressy's. Like, do you need a, a kite? A kite. <laughs> <laughs> we got you covered, Doug. Do you need some sewing materials? The we also got you covered. The socks you have to wear for baseball that ha- are white that have the different colored stripes 100%. on them. They got them. You want some uh, Matchbox cars? We're on it. Matchbox cars. Yeah, it, there were aisles that it was just like, why would I ever need to go down there? Because it's like, it's pots and pans. Yeah, and then it's one like, day that's not fun. like, oh, that's why I need to go down there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my mom would go for like yeah. all the random bullshit. And then it would be like you get your one pack of like two dollar Pokemon cards or your yeah. baseball cards that you want. Oh, um, that was a, th- yeah. that is crusty. Well, didn't uh, Tim Dillon's uh, parents ran it? I thought, yeah, yeah. I think so. I yeah, think they yeah, both yeah. ran I'm it. Sure, they did. Yeah. I, it's a shame that that is no longer in existence. You can't really find those types of places. I uh, yeah, that was like far between. That there were times out. too we would go to Crosby's to get um, also the the. the the naming Crosby's Crusties yeah. right next to yeah, each yeah. other. 100%. It was like, like we'll it, just change a couple letters. And it was enjoyable to go there too. Yeah. It was just like, my mom's like, I got to go, you know, pick up some ground beef for the meatloaf tonight and we can go into Cressy's because like you got it like an A on your report yeah, card yeah. or something. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Cressy's. And everything was like a little bit dusty, but not in like a gross yeah. way. It was just like, 
There's some dust on here. But yeah, it's it like feels right. Yeah, it's been there. It's it's gonna be. It's been there, and it'll be there when you need it. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry. It's been there. It'll be there when you need it. Dude, uh, that place is the fucking best. We are. I'm. We're currently back, like watching a muted version of a Simpsons episode. And this is wild if I don't know what's going on. I just realized that it's... I also just realized that it was a Christmas episode. Yeah. And that Krusty the Clown has a daughter who I don't think wants to be Jewish. I think that's what I gathered from it. If you don't have the audio on The Simpsons, it becomes just a, like an M.C. Escher painting. Yeah. Like what is happening a what? M.C. Escher? Like the, the clock melting? Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's something that's that... Salvador Dali, but uh, yeah. M.C. Escher is the one... Um... Fuck. You know what's cool? That's it. That is a... Look this up. That is a phrase that you straight up just, like, got from your dad. What? M.C. Escher? No, not, like, but just, like, having that, that, uh, the the wherewithal to be, like, oh, I'm gonna throw M.C. Escher painting into this conversation yeah, I'm having yeah. right now. Yeah. 100%. Like your your dad in his vocab too of like, is he's a big like uh, like this is M C Escher. Oh okay. Where your brain is just like, what the fuck is yeah. this? Yeah, like, that's like uh, an episode of Seinfeld. Uh, <laughs> they have a painting up in their in the bathroom, and early in the episode, George Costanza talks about how whenever he uses the restroom, he has to take his shirt off. Yeah, it's like this one where. This where the stairs, the stairs. Yes, go, yeah, 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 yeah. Going I gotcha. Yeah, Chick Stanza takes his shirt off in this. They have a painting like that in the bathroom, yeah, and he's I been staring at it for so long he forgot to forgets to put his shirt back on after he comes out of the bathroom. So he's at a house party, no shirt on, and they're all like, "What are you doing, George?" And he's just like, "I was staring at that painting for twenty minutes." And he goes, "That painting's wild in there, no shirt on." Um. Well, uh. Mr. Brightside, a cock song? Is Mr. Brightside a cock song? The music video is. If you've seen the music video. It's got a... Uh, Alan... Is it... It's It may be Alan Thick, Or some sort of like suave, debonair, older gentleman. Who's like... It, I think it's more of a... A, uh, a girl uh, who's like, you know, maybe down on her luck. And it's a story of maybe like her, like, you know, going into some uh, promiscuity, uh, you know, endeavors, prostitution, hoeing herself out. And I believe that the Mr. Brightside is the guy that continually is paying these women to have sex with him, giving them money. But he's also in the long term ruining their lives. So I believe that is the Mr. Brightside. It's very interesting. I never thought. I think opening up my eager eyes is like it, that would be something that the women would say. Like he's opening up my eager eyes, but in the long again in the long run, like I'm hoeing myself out. I'm doing meth and being a prostitute. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I spelled Mr. Brightside completely wrong. But a great song. I mean, gets the white people going. I watched an episode of Blacklist the other day. And the whole premise was that this guy would, he was a mortician mm. and he would go to crime scenes and he would, uh, extract semen from the body of the dead body of like a wealthy person. Yeah. Right. And then he would find a prostitute and he would, uh, inject them with the semen from the wealthy person, the dead wealthy person. 
and then they would get pregnant, and then they'd sue the widow for money, and then he'd kill the prostitute. What? She gave birth. What? <laughs> I'm. I just looked up uh, the uh, IMDb for the Mr. Brightside music video cast. The top people in it are the Killers. Mm-hmm. Their title, the Genius Sex Poets. Mm-hmm. That's what they're titled as mm-hmm. in IMDb. And it's Eric Roberts is the suave debonair man in that I mean, music video. Yeah, that's correct. They are the. The genius, poets. the genius sex poets, yeah. for for writing a song like Mr. Brightside. That's one of those songs we've talked about too, of where I really like uh, when it's like one performer will say about another performer's song, like if only I wrote it. Yeah, there's a million people that are like, if fucking if I only wrote Mr. Brightside, like that would change everything. <laughs> Imagine if it's I like like Nickelback wrote Mr. Brightside, like we'd be talking about the the Nickelback would be the genius sex poets. And the Killers would be widely regarded as a joke. Yes. Though in the band, we do play a nickel, in Rick's band, the uh, Cows with Guns, we do play How You Remind Me by Nickelback. So they do is have that, that good song. Is that the band name? Cows with Guns, yes. That's official? No, we're going to probably change it next week. Okay, cool. I yeah. was just checking. Yeah. Um. Um, uh, unfortunately, I got to call it. Because I got to get out of here um, to be able to make my five o'clock practice time. Fair enough. But um, hey, we're together, not for long. But um, this will come out whenever the fuck we want it to come out. Yeah. So who knows? Ups and downs. Duncan almost threw up. Sarah on the podcast. That was hangover. It's great. <sighs> God. <laughs> Thank you, boys. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. This has been the fucking Trollstone Podcast. This is Jackson. Keep it sleazy, and I'm out. Keep Peace it out, you fuckos. All right. All right. We love you, big Al. This one's for you. And the, and sky, the sky falls. falls. And, and crumbles. crumbles. Have it stay out. And eat your peach rings. Baby duck if it quacks with a ruga. Top billing come cops and villain and shots is box shipped out and bought and y'all feeling it. LP killing it. Killer Mike killing shit. What more can I say? We top billing it. Valiant without villain it. Viciously found victory. Burnt towns and villages. Burning looting and pillaging. Murderers try to hurt us. We curse them and all that I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away. I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away. So tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away. Hey, yo, here's a gun, son, now run, get it to gut away. Live to shoot another day.